Welcome to Anon Streams by Anon Global Foundation, a new podcast featuring stories of change, growth and sustainable livelihood. So, stay tuned people. And welcome back listeners. We are back after a very short break because this conversation with Ms. Sanam Edwards got so interesting, we couldn't hold ourselves from asking Ms. Edwards a couple of more questions on reimagining the Maslow's Pyramid. So ma'am, taking up from where we left off, in what ways does this looking of our needs and wants integrate into a modern day approach towards personality and well-being? especially when there has been a global reset like the coronavirus pandemic in our lives. There has been huge change that has affected us all emotionally, physically and morally. So how does this reimagination of the pyramid help us view our needs and wants in a way that motivates us to work on them, say, in a more healthy manner? This is such an astute question, actually, because some of the main reflecting that I have been doing is based on what I see in my own students and my own children, in fact, during the pandemic. Now, when we look back at the last two years, have we not had all our basic needs met? We have had our physiological needs uh, met every single day. We have the food we need, the water we need, we have air to breathe. We had everything we need at our doorstep. And yet you'll find that the cases of depression, not only in children, but in adults are on the rise. Why? So can we not say that, you know, people can be emotionally and mentally unwell, even though they have their physiologically, uh, physiological needs met? Maybe somebody does not feel that they have uh, self-esteem. If you look at Maslow's pyramid, we have uh, concepts like safety, love and belonging, self-esteem, self-actualization right at the apex. Now, we've had the base of the pyramid met, but we've not been able to achieve a lot of the things that are on top of the pyramid. And it has affected our physical health as well. So I just feel like this pandemic has given us really a new way and a new path to thinking about mental and physical uh, and emotional well-being, where you can't just say, okay, Uh, you know, if a child is depressed, he's seeking attention. You can't just dismiss emotional and mental needs because we see it as a reality now during the pandemic. And post the pandemic also, we are now teaching the children resilience. We are teaching them about grit. We are teaching them about so many skills that they need to use to get forward with an emotional and mental healthy outlook. Right. So now I just feel that the focus of Maslow's pyramid was physiological needs. And now we are doing a complete 180 and really, really going in depth into talking about needs that cannot be, uh, you know, physically touched. They're not tangible, but, you know, they're there. And as a people, now we need to start accepting that rather than saying we have everything. Why are we feeling this way? Or even telling a child that, okay, you know, just get it together. Come on. You know, you've got so much. Look at you in the school, in this nice house, and look at how much you have. And yet you're not happy. So we need to understand that needs and wants are real. And just because they're not physical does not mean that they are not there. So we need to accept them, understand them, and adjust our expectations for the future generations accordingly as well. 
So that's why I feel like Maslow's pyramid needs a little revamping in today's day and age. We need to really understand how the dots connect between emotional well-being, physical well-being, and mental well-being to actually form a really holistic person, whether it's an adult or a child. Well, that are some really golden words of wisdom, ma'am. And honestly, I agree with you. when you say that uh, we need to revamp the maslow's pyramid and a lot of people in today's world need to know that we all dream of and wish to attain a flourishing life where we have all our needs and wants fulfilled and also something to thrive for what according to you is a recipe to a flourishing life and what goes wrong with people who achieve quite a lot but never seem to be truly satisfied or happy so uh, thank you and i am absolutely blushing at your compliment this uh, this conversation really has been a lot of fun for me as well and when we talk about uh, a recipe for a flourishing life i know that we have been talking about wants and needs all of them being or should be equal here i want to again bring up that while wants and needs should be validated for everybody something that i do want to mention is that while we are giving uh, you know our young ones the tools for success such as responsibility maturity they have to show that responsibility and maturity when they talk about the future as well so when i talk about communicating with um, adults when i talk about communicating with each other about their wants and needs young people also need to be very grounded in what they believe they want and need so at no point of time am i saying that you know if a child or a young adult says that they want something um, it it just needs to be done because it's a need again we are hoping for holistic development in every individual so we are looking at having a very responsible generation that has faced a pandemic we are hoping to have decision makers who understand consequences we have um, you know a generation that understands that life is going to be hard because they faced hardship already and in order to be able to be successful we have to take the punches and we have to get right back up so when i hear of young people or anyone really even adults who say you know i've got so much but i am not happy i haven't really uh, achieved my goals you know when they say the sky is the limit the sky really is the limit but the thing is you can never touch the sky you can never reach the sky so i've always questioned this saying the sky is the limit because you're kind of setting yourself up for failure here or you're going to be reaching for something that you can never really touch so while we are giving our young people the skills to work towards their dreams we are giving them the skills to understand what they need they need to be able to introspect and reflect so deeply that they understand their strengths and weaknesses and while they aspire for the sky they must learn that they still have uh, so much of what they need and they can achieve what they want so happiness um, is a decision this is something that i always say happiness is completely a decision and sadness is a way of life so when we're going to um, you know decide whether we're going to be happy with what we have or be sad about it it's really a decision and 
when young people decide to go ahead with different choices that are going to be difficult. I'm only hoping that we have created and established that a holistic individual who is resilient, who has grit, who has passion, who knows how to express themselves, really knows what they want and will go and get it and will not stumble when the first hurdle comes along. So when you talk about a recipe for success and a recipe for happiness, I truly believe that it's about a balance between your wants and needs, knowing what you want and knowing what you want to get, knowing what you have and knowing what you already had, the kind of path that you've come on. We always have to have one eye in the back of our head that shows us where we were some time ago. It's a wonderful way to see how far we've come. So we need to give that kind of hindsight and foresight to our next generation and um, really show them that we are there for them every step of the way. I am honestly mesmerized by your answer, ma'am, because we have talked about some very important topics today. We talked about balance, a parent-child relationship, a teacher-student relationship, and most importantly, we have discussed our relationship with our own selves. And that is what I think makes this conversation extremely enlightening. And with that, we have now come to the conclusion of this conversation. Thank you so much. Ms. Edwards, for taking out time from your busy schedule and talking with us on such an enlightening subject matter. I am sure the listeners received some amazing food for thought. And personally, I received a noble perspective to reimagine my life with. So, Ms. Edwards, would you like to say a few parting words to the listeners who tuned in today? I feel extremely privileged to be able to talk to such enlightened young people. As I was telling you in the break, this is really a manifestation of what I'm talking about. You all are showing me that the 21st century skills that I'm talking about is something that really can be achieved. It's happening. You're in front of me and I'm talking to you about balance and Maslow's pyramid. So thank you for allowing me to talk about this and share about this. And thank you for showing me that, yes, our next generation is truly headed in the right way. Thank you for everything. Well, ma'am, we do try to find our way, but the world around us is a very tough water. Thank you to all listeners for tuning in to today's episode of Anon Streams. We will be back with another one of these illuminating episodes very soon. Until then, goodbye and take care. This is your host, Shraddha Shravasta, signing off. Thank you so much for listening to Anon Streams by Anon Global Foundation. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. We will be back with another episode next fortnight. Till then, it's Team Anon signing off.